Have you ever wondered how to show up as your best version of yourself no matter what life throws at you? You are not alone. I've spent the last 6 years on the comeback trail after getting fired as a burned out workaholic who missed her first candlelight wedding anniversary. When life gets tough, there's always a choice. Give up or show up. So how do you forge an inspiring leadership without the overwhelm completely from scratch? Join me in my quest to bring you the stories, strategies and tips you need to inspire you to succeed. I am Priyanka Khandalkar and this is Show Up with Priyanka. Welcome everyone. Welcome to Show Up with Priyanka and this is your host Priyanka Khandalkar. I am so thrilled and excited to welcome Mike Kitko. Mike is an executive self mastery coach, speaker and published author. He is a marine with an MBA. Mike leads the Awakened Alpha membership community, a gathering of leaders who wish to find their power, purpose and potential to lead an impactful life and achieve exceptional personal and financial results. Welcome Mike. Thank you Priyanka, it's great to be here. So happy and honored to have you here. The pleasure is all mine Mike. Uh before we go further with our interview, could you please tell our listener who Mike is? Yeah, uh well, what what a complex question. Um Mike Mike is a guy that thought I had it all figured out and ascended the ladder of corporate America and and did the um you know the 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 traditional thing with getting married, having a couple kids, ascending the ladder of corporate in a job that I hated, went to work uh for people that I hated to work for, uh went to do things that I couldn't stand doing. uh woke up when i didn't want to wake up and supported people and made people successful that i didn't really uh you know i had no no investment in no personal investment and uh after I, you know i was a, i was a 300 pound suicidal alcoholic and thankfully it all collapsed um about 4 years ago and uh ever since that part of my life collapsed when i was 43 years old uh over the last 4 years my wife and i have built not only you know our health because she's a recovering addict as well not only have we rebuilt our health we've rebuilt our family and we've built a business where we get to serve and help people all over the world uh avoid the pitfalls that that we experienced but but offer a hand up uh to those people that are that are mired in that darkness right now i love that mike and it's so inspiring like so, like they say right your mess is your message and our stories are so inspiring and the way you ex- like sh- like you went through so many emotions through the whole that phase of that and uh, it's amazing that we were just talking about this before we started the interview like you, how you inspired your wife and how you both together like came together like it's it's very hard right when you went through that whole emotions of like not loving what you're doing not loving going to the job and i think there's a lot of entrepreneurs who are born like that because they all feel that at one point in their life and that's their turning point is was that your turning point yeah you know i i mean i look back and and i had wanted uh, i remember walking through my plant i i i was the plant manager for stanley black and decker for a plant up in in portland oregon and i remember walking the plant floor saying i wish i could just start you know thinking to myself i just wish i could start my own business and that goes back you know 10 maybe 12 years ago and wow. it was always there that fire was always there but i just didn't feel like i could do it and wow. and you know god source universe whatever the hell you want to call it um it 
eventually it brought me to my knees, <laughs> helped me get to my knees and, and helped me get to a place where I was, I was given no other options because mm-hmm. I, I went, I went to six job interviews trying to get, uh, yeah, five or six job interviews, trying to, trying to find another job after I lost my second, after I got fired two times in 20 months from executive level positions, I, I kept going to interviews, trying to get another job. And, and, and it just wasn't in the cards. And after I, after I, I couldn't get a job, right. I, I said, well, I've got no other choice. Let me start this business that I've always wanted to start. And, uh, as I was explaining in the first, my first full year in business, we replaced our corporate income. That's so, so awesome. Wow. So the fire was always there. I just yes. wouldn't let it burn. I love that, Mike. So Mike, like, uh, were you doing some kind of like side hustles in that 10 years? Like, did you ever had those kind of situation happening? Like when you started that, like having that fire inside, like I have to do something or you were just like, no, this is fine. Like, let me just give hundred percent to the work, but still you can't really focus at work when you have this going in your mind. Right. Yeah. My side hustling was, uh, was drinking. I would, uh, and, and, and a, a lot of, a lot of the, you know, that side hustle and, and the abusive household that I came home to every day, it was all because of self-doubt and low self-esteem and low self-confidence and low self-worth and, and low self-value. And, and Priyanka, I can honestly say that I didn't think any of this was possible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when we started, you, you know, you asked how long I've been working from home and I've been working from home for, for four years. I didn't think any of it was possible. Yeah. And that's why I didn't have a side hustle. I was just my, I grew up in a lower middle class blue collar family. And my father basically taught me that you go to work at a place you hate for people to, pe- to work to work for people that you don't like. You come home and you you just sit around and watch television until you die. Right. That's yes. kind of I think that's what we all have grown up. Like you need to have earn, have a degree and then have a secure job. Like that's what we learn. Like that's that's your life. Like go for security and not really like take those risks and take those uh, steps towards your dreams. Like dreams are supposed to be only to be like daydreamed, <laughs> not really to make it a reality because yeah, it's it's true. Like Mike, it's amazing like how how our life can transform. And sometimes the self-doubt, like it can cause so many things because we are trying to find this external permission, external, uh, like what do you call it? Everyone agreeing to what we are doing. And, uh, but it's ourself. Like we are not really uh, listening to that small voice telling us like, no, this is not we. I want you to do. I want, I have big plans for you. And universe have a really good way of like showing that to us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, I had to eventually fall on my face in order to recognize that that something else was possible. Wow! So, Mike, and, how did Awakened Alpha membership started? Yeah, so uh, there's there's two parts that's always burned really really hot. At, you know, and, and and I'm saying after I gained some clarity in in what I wanted to do with with the rest of my life, the only thing in corporate that I ever loved doing was coaching people and building teams and working with my teams and helping them, uh, you know, I guess, uh, let, let's just say live soul out, right? Get the best out of their talents and their gifts. But I just wouldn't do that for myself. So when I started my own business and I started building this this entrepreneurial dream uh, and this coaching business, what, what, I, what, what I determined and what I, I was never going to do anything that I hated ever again. 
So the Awakened Alpha community is, is the combination, and in, it, just in the, in the name itself, the uh, Awakened Alpha, there's two aspects of me. There's one, there's the alpha that's always looking to achieve, always looking to, you know, for that next level of growth, that next level, and I'm hungry, and, and I'm always you know, never satisfied, I'm peacefully never satisfied, you can say. And it's always about that next opportunity for achievement or accomplishment. But also there's this awakened part in me that, you know, this, this four-year journey has, has awakened uh, a spirituality in me and a consciousness and an awareness of, of what life really is, you know, of what, you know, the power of of the you know mental discipline and an emotional connection with ourselves and and connecting to spirit or or God or or whatever you know I'm a spiritual non-religious guy but it's doing it it's it's being that alpha person that I love to be at the same time honoring the spirit within and making sure making sure they're with, they're within balance and we don't lose sight of either of them. I love that, Mike. So, Mike, was this like? Did you start this after you went through that experience by yourself? Uh, I, you know, I when I first started my business, it was all about one-on-one coaching, and then after a while, I had to figure out. You know, I, I guess I didn't have to figure out. I got to figure out. Okay, I've got this one-on-one coaching thing. I've got that under wraps. I, you know, I can create clients. I go out in the world, and if, if you know, if when I'm looking for a client, maybe I have a conversation, and and I can help somebody achieve that. You know, make grow in their own personal authority, or or in their career, or in their business, and and grow a more powerful, safe, and prosperous family. But it's how do I do this on a wider scale, and how do I impact more people? Right. So most people, most coaches. We can only handle, you know, if you're if you've got a powerful one-on-one uh, uh, clientele base, mm-hmm. you're handling somewhere between maybe you know eight to twelve people, maybe twelve mm-hmm. might be pushing it, but yeah. you know, it, I want to have a greater impact. The alpha is like, what's next, right? Okay, we've got that, we can do that. We've proven that over and over again. What's next? So it's about building a membership community and mm-hmm. having it be open-ended, right? Where the community of people that I love to serve, the awakened alpha, that person who has eyes open, but always looking to attain that next piece, that next accomplishment, that next achievement. And we get to show up for each other, with each other, to grow each other, to encourage each other. And I lead that community and it get, you get you know, uh, access to my training vault and you get you know, weekly calls with me, whether it be master classes or, or open coaching sessions or a community call. And you get a lot of me mm-hmm. and it's a way for me to impact the world at a greater degree. I love that. So is it more of like a group coaching or like a mastermind? It, it is a group coaching. It is a group coaching program. And I also have a mastermind that I've just launched for spiritual business owners. So where I limit that to 12, 12 business owners that are looking there, it's still in the awakened alpha vein but they're looking to not lose themselves or their family in the process of multiplying their business. So, and it's, it's your traditional, I guess you could say coaching approach. I've got my membership group, the awakened alpha membership, which are basically solopreneurs and entrepreneurs. And then we could graduate into the mastermind of spiritual business owners looking to multiply their business. And then, and then that leads to one-on-one coaching with me. 
Wow. So this is amazing, Mai, because as I am stepping into this coaching and I'm always like, oh, should I start with one-on-one? Should I do group coaching or mastermind? And I work full-time. So I have to like really understand my own time commitments. And I have a daughter, two-year-old and family. So it's just like, you can't do everything, right? And as you were saying, like uh, in the start, like with one-on-one, you can only reach out to so many people. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's amazing like how you are like how you are doing it, because I know a lot of my listeners are coaches, like are online entrepreneurs. And it's amazing to like learn from you, like how you're doing and how they can implement. A lot of them are like in their startups too. So it's amazing. So I want to ask you this, Mike, like uh, when you started your Awakened Alpha membership, like was there any challenges you faced (laughs) and and how you overcame those? Yeah, so here's... It, it's been it's been eye opening. So I launched the the membership, and there's right now you know I only launched it a few months ago, and right now there's probably around let's say 25 people in the membership. So here's here's the greatest eye opener that launching a membership community has. And I was just talking to a another uh, a marketer about this yesterday. It is easier for me to get a high ticket premium client than it is for me to get a $47 member into my coaching program. Mm. Because people at the lower level that are going to opt into a $47 program, that might be, you know, a powerful investment to them. The people that are farther along in their journey, they don't want to be part of a large, like an open-ended community. And they're going to opt into something at a higher level. So what I had these grand visions, right, where I launch a membership community and, you know, the people that can't work it with me at, you know, $25,000 a year, that, you know, they're going to opt in. Of course, they're going to opt in. Why wouldn't they? You know, I, I, all the time I'm talking to people that can't afford my highest ticket. And of course, they're going to opt in, but they don't want, you know, people at that level um, don't necessarily want the $47 offering. Right. Yeah. You need to make sure like when you put this offer together, you have this value ladder, how much value you are going to bring in. And they all have to be like similar kind, somewhat similar. They all are the same level. Mm -hmm. So you probably have like some kind of like a prerequisite that you, before you qualify them to your different programs. Yeah. I mean, the membership, anyone can opt in at at any time. Right. But for the mastermind and above, absolutely. I mean, that's that's where there's a there's an application process and we're going to vet through to make sure we're going to work together. Probably you. So, Mike, like when you started, you probably went through that. Okay, what what is the price and who I really want to have? Right. All those like really uh, dialing those in. Yeah. And, and, and it goes back to Priyanka, you know, we, we talked about this a little bit. Um, it, who are the people you serve, the problem you solve, and the pain you save, right? The pain yes. you help them save. It, it all comes back to those three questions. Mm-hmm. And that's why if you look at, you know, if you look at, if you were to take a higher level perspective of the membership, the mastermind, and my one-on-one coaching, the, the, the membership is more about solopreneurs and entrepreneurs that the mastermind is more about business owners that, you know, that are looking to scale. And the, my premium clients are people that are, that might be a little more upside down in their life. They need a little more handholding and they need a little more shoulder to shoulder rub. 
I love that, Mike. Thank you for clear clarifying that because sometimes people get stuck into those three things and they're like, oh, like where should I start? But I think you need to start, always start at something and then you will explore, you will find the problems your customer are facing because they all have different kinds of problems and you have to figure out what's the solution for that pain and you make this customized solution and you will figure out whom you want to work with. So yeah, it's this is amazing. So Mike, I want to ask you like, who inspires you? Who is your favorite leader? Like who inspires you to like, for like your, and you, it shows in your work. Yeah. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with two. Okay. <laughs> and, and they're polar opposites. So oh, really? wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. They're polar opposites. And if you look at, uh, if you look at the awakened alpha project and, and the, the fires that burn in me, you know, the, the, the alpha and the awakened piece, there's, there's a guy named Grant Cardone. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I love Grant Cardone. He's good. Okay, so very, you know, he's a, he has a spiritual bent too, but he's very accomplishment and achievement oriented. He's like, no excuses. Go get it. You want it. Go after it. Go 110% in, right? Don't let anybody stop you if, if, if you get, you know, 10x, right? The, the 10x rule. If you have five haters, then, then 10x that. that get yes. 50 because that means you're going <laughs> to yeah. get right. Even his, uh, isn't his coaching program called 10x too? Like he has yeah. that. Yes. It, it, <laughs> 10x your life, right? 10x yes. rule. But, but it, it, it's really, I love that element that we're here to serve our purpose and we can't let something as ridiculous as fear stop us, mm. right? Something yes. as illusory, something as, as ridiculous <laughs> as <Yes>. fear. <laughs> So I love, I love that aspect of Grant Cardone. I don't really love the give up your life aspect to, to do it, but I, I love that piece, the, the go get it, right? An accomplishment. But I'm going to bring it back to the spirituality side. Eckhart Tolle, I'll, man, I'll listen to Eckhart Tolle all day long. And uh, there's, there's something about, you know, about hitting the gas in your business, but always coming back to your breath. And, and, then Musa, and one of my, one of my, Mike, I just uh, remember when you said about the second leader, uh, one of my uh, guests told me to read this book, The Power of Now. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, and uh, it's, yeah, it's also from Eckhart Tolle too. And uh, I was like, yeah, like I just, I just heard his name. So I have to like, uh, that's amazing to know. Like, this is the second time I'm hearing from you. That That's two of them. And, and, and. Uh, my my personal favorite of Eckhart Tolle is A New Earth. So, I mean, to me, A New Earth is more, it, it's kind of like spirituality one-on-one, but 101. But for for me, it's it, the process of growing a business and the process of keeping, okay, let me back up. There's three aspects of life. There's yourself, there's your business, and there's your family. Mm-hmm. And for me, the Grant Cardone piece matched with the Eckhart Tolle piece means that we get to grow our business and our life without losing any part of it, oh, without that. giving up anything, right? And you are the and third piece. <laughs> y- yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, because we sometimes we just have to fit in, right? Like what we already know and then bring our own uniqueness. Yeah. When I was in corporate, I was, I was making a lot of money and I had organizations of hundreds of people and I managed $350 million plants and, and, and huge enterprises. 
but I didn't want to be there. And I did it because of my family and, and I was, I was an alcoholic and, and I was neglecting myself and abusing myself. So yeah, I had a, a, a powerful savings account. We went on vacation a lot and I had nice things, but I was losing myself and my family in a process. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really no way to, 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 to live life. No. And I work with, I work with millionaires that have basically, you know, they've got, they've got the, the assets They've got the financial security, but they're like, something's missing. And what's missing is their own internal joy. They've, they look for that joy on the outside, but it was never, they were never going to find it, right? Our humanity can't give us joy. Our divinity will give us all the joy we could ever imagine. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, Mike. And I always feel like I, because I just had this uh, aha moment last year, and that's when I really started taking massive action and really strongly believing in my own dreams and really accomplishing them. Like I will write the goals, but then I will not have this strong warrior belief and not put the action because of that. And I just had this realization that what is going to give me joy is all around contribution and uh, like growth i'm always focusing on growth i'm always reading personal development i'm always like so so like really taking care of myself like self care and really like stepping up and really making sure i'm giving my best every day but there was this piece of contribution and that's when i was like okay it's all about serving like when i had that attitude that whatever i do it's going to serve others and i'm going to be contribution and that brought so much joy and uh, that has been a great aha moment for me and the way i have been working and uh, thank you for bringing that up like it's so beautiful that how our divinity can really bring so much joy in our life yeah yeah I without <laughs> I, I i like i like to say with you know with with without accomplishment and achievement you mm-hmm. know we'll be empty but without our internal joy and our internal connection with spirit will be empty as well. Yes. So, so powerful. Wow. We need both. We're here to play a human game, but we're here to do it with our divinity. Mm, so beautiful. We, we can have both. We, sh- we need to have both if we really want to live a life well lived. Yes, totally. And totally as a, so I want to ask you, Mike, like as a leader, what does purpose and passion means to you? Because I know that it, goes so much together with what we do and why we do right so i really want to know like what does purpose and passion means to you and what is your purpose and passion in this life mm-hmm. my purpose is to help as many people find and get into their purpose as possible so uh when purpose to me uh is is really about what is that one that one single problem that you would solve for people <laughs> that you you wake up on fire excited every single day uh without loss of enthusiasm without loss of energy without loss of motivation you would do it for free but don't <laughs> you would do it for free uh it's it's a blessing to do it it's easy for you uh it's exciting for you and it's it's like it's something that you get to do not something you have to do Mm, and for me since i went so long priyanka in my life with basically everything in my life being a sacrifice for other people including my health including how i spend 12 to 16 hours of my day outside of my home 
I did everything for everybody else. Even going back to my religious background, I didn't go to church for me. I went to church for my family. Mm. So everything in my life was about other people. And it was never about what does Mike want? And when, when I get on the phone with like, I was on the phone with a, uh, or on a zoom call with a gal from Ukraine today. And and I was like, what do you want? She said, well, I've got these options, right? These, these four things. She gave me four things that she could do to, to create income in her life. And I said, but there's, what is that? What do you want to do? Mm. And the, the, what she wanted to do wasn't on the list that she just gave me because she didn't think it was possible. But it was that one thing that she's always suffered from. And that's typically where we find our purpose. And what's the biggest challenge you've ever had in your life? And you're going to find the answer somewhere in there to your purpose, the gift that you're here to to, to bring to the world. And you'll, you'll help people solve that problem over and over and over. And when I get somebody on a phone or on a zoom call where I'm in a meeting and they're, they're telling me they're, they're sometimes people just, they want acknowledgement that they can't do what they want to do. And I refuse to give it to them. I'm like, look, if you want to find it, you'll find a way, right? Either you'll find your excuses or you'll find a solution. You're going to find one of them. Hmm. And I feel that Priyanka, my purpose here is to help everybody see the possibility of what they want to do, what they get to do in the world instead of what they have to do. I love that. Wow. I think we hide. I think people hide and we just have to have someone. I'll be that person that that pulls the weeds out of the ground. So they have nothing to hide behind. Yeah. Sometimes people just uh, tell us what is on the surface, but not really go deep. Like why? Like really understanding why asking those really important questions to themselves and really, really going deep into what is that true purpose. And yeah, sometimes we are just on the surface level and we are always looking for that permission, Mike, you were saying, because that's how we are grown up. Like someone saying, yes, you can do it. Yes. Your parents saying yes. Then your boss saying yes. So it just like becomes part of our life that we are looking for permission outside, like outside someone telling us, yes, you can do it. But that's amazing, Mike. Like, and what about your passion? What do you love to do? Is your passion same as your purpose? It's the same thing, right? So, (laughs) I mean, if if you can't tell by the way I speak, I speak very fast. I walk fast. I talk fast. I I do everything quickly. I wake up in the morning, Priyanka. And when, you know, I don't, I don't wake up with an alarm. I I wake up, you know, naturally. Um, But when I wake up, I'm, I'm like, I'm on fire as soon as I wake up. And I go, I go through the day and, you know, I collapse at the end of the day. Um, Wow. So what is your morning routine? I want to know. (laughs) Say again? I want to know your morning routine, which gets you in fire. (laughs) Yeah. So I I wake up. I mean, I wake up and I've got energy flying through my body. I don't need anything to get me. So I practice a lot of self-care. But I don't do anything to get me on fire. I wake up and I'm already in my fire. And, and you know, when I go down, I, of course, I, I enjoy a cup of coffee. But while I'm waiting for, you know, the coffee or, or whatever, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting a, a, some, some push-ups and some sit-ups or some burpees or something to get even more energy flowing. Because I want to feel like uh, I don't need something to wake me up, that I'm, I'm in charge and I own my body, that I don't need I a Wow. And I feel so, that movement is so important for our body. That's how our body is made. Like we were hunters, right? And uh, our body is supposed to move. And that's when we get all that energy, all that energy to like really act and really check, take charge of the day. Sure. 
for me, it's important to know that a chemical didn't wake me up. I, I, I like to enjoy a cup of coffee, but I do not want to be a slave to a chemical responsible for something that's happening inside of my body. Part of that probably goes back to my alcoholism. But, you know, I want to make sure that I'm waking myself up that something else isn't doing it. But, you know, I meditate in the morning. I, I, I read, listen to an audio book, do some breath work. Uh, I journal a lot. I get a lift in. And then I might see my, my kids, right? My, my wife and my kids. How old so, are you? How old are um, your kids? My, my kids are 15 and 18 years old. They're wow. two beautiful girls. Oh, that's amazing. And probably with COVID, you're getting a lot of family time. Oh, a lot of, a lot of family time. I definitely know that I have 15 and 18 year olds. Holy yes. Cow. Wow. We just have one daughter, but uh, it's like she's quite, she's two. So she just have too much energy. Always like jumping like a pinball. <laughs> yeah, I miss, I miss those times where they actually want to be around you though. Oh, yes. They just want to hug you all the time. That's the best part. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. So, Mike, I want to ask you this question. Like, you are, like, you have been in this, like, executive role, leadership role, and you have seen the traditional leadership roles. So, I want to ask you, based on your own experience of being this leader and business owner, you know that the traditional leadership does not work anymore in today's time. So according to you, what kind of leader one should become in today's time? Hmm. Uh, yeah, that, that's a great question. I, I, think, there's, I think there's a time, and, and I'm, I'm reflecting on my own business, and I have my staff calls um, every Monday. Uh, and there's a reason that I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak from my own experience real quick. Um, maybe this will help a lot of people, but uh, I have a certain authority to my voice and to uh, certain influence. And that's why, you know, I, I can coach and that's why I, I, I help people get results because um, there's that authority and that power. So it's very, very important that the team all come up with as many solutions as possible. Uh, when, when I was in corporate, uh, the thing that I did most of all, and I guess the best with my genius, is I could put together a team, I could see talent, and I could put together talent, and I could empower them and help them achieve whatever we needed to achieve. And, and, I, and I would do it so that I, I, I could be left out. I didn't have to contribute. And the empowerment piece. And I think that is the sign of a, of a great leader. It's when the team can run without you. It's it's empowering a team that, that does not depend on your presence for motivation, for results, for encouragement. They're self-driven. They know what they need to do. They're focused. And the leader has helped them hone in on a single direction. And, and they, they're completely clear on what winning looks like. And I Wow. And I think that, that is the role of a leader is to put the right people in place to, to help them like sp scope in, I guess, uh, scope in on the goals and then back up and watch and then help them and coach them along the way to make sure that they know what they're doing. But if the leader is the reason for goal accomplishment, then the leader's not leading. Mm. Wow. So powerful. And yeah, this, like, since you come from that background, it's, it's just so amazing to see like how you, you did it by yourself, but did you see a lot of leaders around you who were like, not really working at their max level or not really, 
or maybe they were getting like getting inspired by your leadership and acting acting in a certain way. Well, well, I think there's you know insecurity and inadequacy and insignificance runs rampant. And I, I wrote a book, Priyanka, called "The Imposter in Charge," mm-hmm. and it's about it's about my time in corporate and my life, and it's about the imposter syndrome. I, I didn't feel like you know when I put that team together, it was. It was easy and effortless and I could coach them. And when they had, when I had them in place, I felt like I was useless. Like I added no value whatsoever to the organization uh, because I didn't understand my zone of genius and I didn't understand what I did. I didn't understand my talents and I didn't understand what I didn't need to understand. Mm. And I see so many leaders in my time in corporate. I, I mean, I felt like an imposter and I got results, but there were people that didn't understand their their talents or weakness. They didn't understand leadership. They didn't understand the difference between a leader and an individual contributor who had the title of of manager. And they didn't really understand the intangibles that comes with getting someone to want to accomplish the goal without you. Yeah, I I always feel like like since I'm around so many leaders in corporate, and I always feel like there's some people who are leader, but they are not really creating leaders. So like as you're saying, like empowering other people to be at their best self. But yeah, like there's a lot of lack of this the traditional leadership trainings which everyone goes through. I feel like it lacks so much of the like what is going on in the corporate or what is going on in the leadership team like not, really not reflecting on those and really not incorporating those uh, empowering lessons or someone who is already doing it like having them come in and really teach those because i feel like leaders are not stepping into their zone of genius as you're saying mike well yeah well i've got i've got a i do some some business coaching and some leadership coaching as well with with teams and with businesses and I've got one client right now that I just started with about a month ago. And I did some private work with, with the owner of the business before. And then when we, we, we made some headway privately in, in, in their life. So then they brought me to their team to help me, you know, fine tone, fine tone the, uh, or fine tune the team. But anyway, in one of the first discovery sessions with the team, every time I would start to, to express myself um, and, challenge, I guess, mm-hmm. and ask questions about the, you know, the, the current state, the leader would jump up and defend and put him the, almost put himself in a, in a defensive position, like get in front of the team with a shield, like, but yeah, here's why we do this. And, and very, very defensive. Mm-hmm. And what, what I realized after a while is that person was so scared and I had worked with him privately, but he was so scared of his team thinking that he didn't have it all figured out. Mm, wow. And by the end of that session, not only had he completely let down his guard, <laughs> and, <Yes. laughs> and I mean, it was, it was a, like a, the table was a pool of blubbering tears mm. because he realized that he had created a whole organization of, of people seeking perfection and that it held the, the entire organization back. Wow. That, that failure wasn't celebrated, that they had to achieve perfection or not move at all. And that's why they weren't growing. And it was because the team had taken on the values and the personality of the leader. Mm. And he thought the team needed to be tweaked when he really needed to be tweaked. Yes. Wow. Yeah, sometimes we just make the stories like 
And it's so interesting what you just called, like said their values, like values are the such a key element to really like understand by yourself what you value most, but then even communicate that to your team, because you just have to be this authentic and vulnerable leader who is out there, like not like creating this perfect life, but like really living in reality and empowering your team to lead themselves. And uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is amazing. The the, the team is going to not listen to what the leader says, but the leader is going to do what the leader does. So you can have a set of values up on the wall and have them shiny and pretty, but Mm -hmm. the the team is actually watching the leader to see what they should do. Yes. It's like our kids watching us. Like as a parent, we are leader for our kids. So it's the same way is your team. Like they are, they're looking and it's, it's interesting, like how your presence is like creating this 92% compared to your, the spoken language. Like it's so interesting, like how our presence can create that impact. And uh, yeah, yeah, that is amazing. That's amazing, Mike. So Mike, is there something I might have missed that you want to cover? No, I think we covered it all. Um, I'll say there's three, for me, there's three powerful, powerful aspects of leadership. So we were just touching on the leadership and and we talked about values and these really aren't values, but I would say that they are qualities of of a powerful leader. And and the first is ownership. It's complete ownership. Uh, There are no victims in, in the world, right? I don't feel that there's a victim and a leader must is required to own every circumstance like you 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 can't as a leader you can't say well we couldn't have anticipated that one it's it's how could we have anticipated that one and and then you know approach everything from that state assuming full ownership and responsibility that if something doesn't go according to the plan it's something that you did or didn't do and when you start there, then you're putting yourself in a position to win in a position of power. The second is humility. And I, I truly, honestly believe this is that every single person on the face of the planet, 7.7 billion people, we are all absolutely equal. Equal. No one's above. No one's below. There are people that are farther along in maybe their business, maybe their life, but, but everyone's equally significant. And everyone deserves to be treated with the same exact amount of dignity and respect. And the third, and it's a pair of values, and it's growth and results. Without growth, you won't accelerate your results. And without results, you're not growing. So it's making sure that we are constantly hungry for the next level, constantly growing ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, intellectually, financially, being hungry for the next thing, knowing that growth is our our birthright and it's our duty and obligation, and then creating results with that. When you couple those three, Priyanka, ownership, humility, and and results and growth, you really can't lose. I love that. Wow. And I feel like they all go together with this authentic leadership, which I talk about in this show all the time, like intentional, authentic leadership. And when you bring this humility part, it just makes it so perfectly. It goes together. It's amazing. It's so like- I've, got a, I've got a story. Why I was one of one of my first large speaking engagements. I didn't. It was actually a surprise uh, appearance. I went over. 
Uh, I live in right outside of St. Louis and, and right over the, the river uh, is, is Illinois. And I went over to, to see a friend of mine and he had a, a huge entrepreneurial community at 250, 300 people in this room. And I walked in and I, and I just went up to him and I, you know, it was his first time he had launched this. And I just went up and gave him a hug and I said, Hey man, I'm here for you. I just, you know, I'm just here to support you. He said, I need you tonight. I said, what do you need? He says, you'll find out when you find out. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> so when he, when he started, uh, when he started this session, he said, tonight's conversation, tonight's uh, uh, keynote is about authenticity. And it's so much about authenticity. I haven't even told the guest speaker that he's speaking because I wanted it to be a surprise. You can see what unscripted um, speaking wow. looks like. So I, at that point, I, I jumped up in front of the crowd and he's like, well, introduce yourself, right? I mean, all of this was within a minute. And I said, my name is Mike Kitko. I'm an executive coach, speaker, and author. And for 16, you know, 20 years, I physically, mentally, emotionally, and sometimes sexually abused my wife on a daily basis. My kids grew up in a very abusive household. I was a 300 pound suicidal alcoholic that hated myself and hated everybody. And now I help other people, other executives and other people in the world avoid all of that garbage. That's my story. Now tell me you don't feel a little more normal with me in the room, right? With, with wow. me sharing all that, that transparency automatically makes other people feel normal because we're all swimming in, in our shadow. We're all swimming in darkness. And what helps people feel the worst is when the leader shows up and tries to prove that they're perfect. But as soon as one person expresses all of their garbage, everybody else naturally feels more normal. I love that, Mike. And this is what we started with when I said like our mess becomes our message. And Absolutely. it's so it's so it's so important, like how we like really be that transparent leader to our community because they want to see that. They want to see your mess. They want to see what you are going through day to day because we are just normal people going through the same thing. But we are just like, as you're saying, like keeping that growth mindset, doing those things and taking those action. Uh, to really create this uh, magnificent impact in our lives and impact of our other life. So thanks, Mike. This is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. And you said that word impact. That's it. That's all yes. we want. We all just want to have an impact. We all yes. want to know that our life was significant in some way. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I always like think about, okay, when I'm on the last day, like on deathbed, mm -hmm. like what is the thing I'm thinking of? Did I leave that impact? Did I leave that legacy? And uh, yeah, so powerful. So wherever listeners can reach out to you, Mike. Yeah, the easiest way is my website, MikeKitko.com. And that's M-I-K-E-K-I-T-K-O.com. There's a, there's a free leadership training that's available. It's called the Awakened Leadership Training. Uh, there's, there's access to the membership, the mastermind, uh, a connection to reach out for one-on-one -on -one coaching. Uh, my, my book, The Imposter in Charge, is available on Amazon. So many ways to get in contact. The easiest way and the easiest way to enter uh, into the world of the Awakened Alpha is through my leadership training. And that'll, that'll give you the golden ticket into the membership. Awesome. Thank you, Mike, so much for being on my show today and giving so many nuggets. I learned so much today. And just before our interview, even during the interview, like I just learned so much from you and you have so much amazing experience. And thank you for bringing that up in this 30 minutes interview. 
Thank you so much, Priyanka. It's good to be here. Awesome. So today we only had this much time. If you want to learn more from Mike, please do connect with him on his website. And please, please check out his book. And please, please show up to live your life with purpose and passion to inspire and impact and create this positive culture with your leadership in your companies, communities, and families. Talk to you all soon. I honor you for your energy and time to show up till the end and listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please do take a minute to rate and review my show and share it with others who needs it the most. This would mean world to me. Remember your positive intentions, your presence and your positive energy is contagious to attract the positive result. Talk to you soon. Stay tuned until the next episode.